Welcome everybody to episode two of We're All Thinking It, a brand new podcast recorded live in Boston. My name is Josh, and to my right here is Rob. Say hi, Rob. What's up, everyone? I'm recovering from my long weekend up in Vermont. If everybody doesn't know, Rob uh, dabbled in the rich people's lives and went skiing this weekend. How Some was it, rich Rob? people thing? You can go to fucking Wachusett Mountain right now. Oh, my. Every person I know who says they're going skiing in the holiday needs to be purged. Oh, my. God. The show of Valley, I went there in eighth grade and went down a tube. And it was the funnest time of my life. No, I had a, I had a pretty good time. I'm uh, body is sore, pretty sore today. I haven't skied in 15 years, so yeah. I got a text message from Rob on Saturday that said, "In quotes, I'm going to the gym every day for the rest of my life because I can't get up this mountain that I skied down without asking my friend Brooke for help." Yeah, it was a really bad look for me. Honestly, I wiped out a couple times, and just just getting up at the angle that we were on was pretty difficult. I was literally winded and like dripping sweat. Yeah, we're all thinking it. You're fat as fuck. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, we're all thinking it. When you're dripping sweat and it's negative five outside, you got a fucking problem. <laughs> I'd use the chairlift to help me get out of this the lift and got, like push me forward. Question for you, Rob. Oh, Do God. you wheeze during sex? I mean, I at least have sex. Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, did you see I the football games? Have this to have my inhaler. So. <laughs> Uh, I did catch the football game. Mid-puff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just thrusting a little. like just all. It's all in one motion. You ever ask the Tinder dates to like, take a breather? Hey, can we take five on this, please? Water break? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of water breaks, you see the football games this weekend? <laughs> uh, I, I did. I got, I got, oh, God. I caught both of them. Um, the the STDs? What yeah, did you catch? Caught a disease, I guess. <laughs> caught the black lung. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I did catch those games. That uh, end of that fourth quarter for the Saints Rams was just one of the craziest things I've ever seen in professional sports. I don't know sports. how that pass interference wasn't called. I don't know how you just ruined Dude, the they, Saints. The entire right city of New Orleans is still wondering how it didn't happen. You see, like people are posting billboards up saying they want a replay of the game. Dude. I guess Roger Goodell has the power. To- yeah, he said he, was gonna, he said he was going to look into it today or something, too, have an investigation. They'll never do that, though. But Zero chance. No, there's a bunch of Saints fans that are uh, suing the league for, like, loss of faith, loss of fandom, and all this stuff. I don't know. It was crazy stuff that they're trying to get, like... Just give them a $10 gift card to the merch yeah, okay. store, and they'll be good That to game's go. never getting replayed, because they can never reschedule it on TV at this point. Like, there's no there's way. No it sucks like it happened and honestly i think it is kind of tainted because i do think they would have scored from the five with the first down i mean they all they have to do is kneel the ball it was like a minute think, left uh, i think they were down though i think they had to score they had to score field goal to tie oh that's all well, if they score a touchdown then they freaking win. no no they were winning 24 21 all they had to do was yeah, kneel it uh, and then they would have won anyways well, anyways the, the that fucking game, sucked Pats are great. I mean, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's fucking. He did it ass. again, dude. Fourth quarter in overtime. Literally did it again. I think they put up the stat. This was like the twelfth, fourth, and overtime like career win in the playoff for Brady on having like winning drives. Patriots are crazy. Brady's crazy. We all know this. We're yeah, Boston based just- podcast. We love it. But I mean, everybody hates us because they ain't us. And yeah. let's move on from football. I got well my Super Bowl prediction right now. I got Patriots. 31, Rams 17. I don't think it's going to be as close as people think. I think the Patriots are going to win by two touchdowns. But here, I got an even bigger hot take. I think that when it comes to TV markets, I think L.A. won't even be in the top 10 for people. Oh, probably not. 
Nobody cares. Nobody cares over there. Yeah. I've lived in LA for a year. They don't care about sports. Dude, they've at had all. the Raiders, the Rams, and the Chargers all in the past like twenty years. And like people go to Lakers games out there because like the Kardashians go to Lakers games. So yeah. you want to go there to be like the Kardashians. It's the thing to do. Well, thank God we're born and raised in Boston. Sports are a big part of our lives. Um, speaking of first, it's Sean McVay's first Super Bowl, and. This was somehow going to be a New Year's transition, and I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say now. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we'll talk about New Year's. Do you have any resolutions? Uh, I, I mean, I got the the one always, not just to actually get in shape. Uh, I've been saying that for approximately eight years now, and I think I've been to the gym maybe eight times in those eight years. So I'm going to guess that that one's not going to happen again. Um, you trying to see your penis again? Yeah, I, mean, I was trying last week, so now I'm going to throw you on the spot. I mean, after this weekend of the beers and everything, I don't, I don't think I can. So, I mean, your resolutions are better than mine. Mine just make me sound so pathetic in life. What's yours? I want to go on a date. <laughs> just a date. I haven't been on a date since college. Dude, just get on Tinder and just ask the next girl you match with. I that. suck at those apps. Like, first off, I download them and I delete them after like a day because I don't have patience when it comes to dating apps. And I think like... It should happen all at once instead of just being on there and giving it time. You got you got to pick the right times. They don't look at that shit till the weekends. I literally go on the app. I make the profile. I spend like an hour making my thing. And then I do swipe right for like 10 minutes and I have no matches. And I delete it. I'm like, yep, nobody likes me today. <laughs> so I'm out. Uh, I mean, you look like Shrek. So there's, <laughs> there's no. Uh... I'm more like Shrek with a donkey personality. <laughs> <laughs> I more like just look like donkey and <laughs> I mean I always save my ass. So. I actually got rid of all the dating apps recently. I'm not on any of them. I told I asked, Oh, is that why your right arm's looking bigger? Has since I was like 14. Damn, I can actually see a fade, dude. Yeah. This dude's looking like no, a bodybuilder. No, I, I, uh, I got rid of them all. I, I told myself I wasn't going to get back on them until I actually got in shape and looked worthy. <laughs> you looked worthy of being on Tinder. Yeah, I look for. I mean, we already got into how it was difficult for me to just ski this weekend. <laughs> so it's difficult for you, dude. To I'm literally. Right? I I told everyone I was with. We're flying down the mountains, and I'm like huffing and puffing. I'm sweating through. Dude, by all fly, this. you mean you're going like five miles an hour? Well, that's the thing. I then like next thing I know, I'm on this trail, and yeah, it's an easy trail. We're all thinking it, <laughs> and uh, I felt like Schmidt and New Girl because these like fucking four girls are just literally like Bodie Miller. And Lindsey Vaughn next to me. And I'm like, youths. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? They're fucking everywhere. They're so reckless. And I'm like, you little assholes don't realize that like when you're 10 and you fall on a ski, you just hop right back up. You're fine. When you're 25 and out of shape and you fall, you basically like blow your knee out and you can't get up. Like, actually, it hurts. I actually read a story where, uh, you know that girl L. King who sings the song X's and O's? Yep, yep. X's. She went skiing for the first time in like Aspen at like a five star resort and she tore her ACL yeah. going down the first time. Dude, I thought I was on every single turn. My friends, shout out to them. Third trail that I've gone down in 15 years. They make me turn onto a black diamond trail. I made it like 45 yards probably before I was literally in a tree. <laughs> I, I had like a whip mark across my face from the branch as I tried to grab on as I Jeez. went by. And I uh, then wiped out pretty bad and uh, whacked the pole right above my eye. 
and I literally looked like Floyd Mayweather, like Manny Pacquiao, and my freaking eye was like huge and welted. So I get finally I get down to the bottom of the hill, probably after like twenty five minutes, because I literally just zigzagged back and forth, falling into things. <laughs> And uh, all my friends that I was with are down there, and they just look at me like, what the fuck happened, dude? And I was like, think I'm going to uh, stick to the green trails, guys. Like, Oh, man, I would have made up a story. I'd been like, I went 12 rounds with a wildcat in the middle serious? of the woods. I mean, it and was bad. Down. Well, the, the funniest part is, like, I woke up the next day, so I got, like, huge welt, bruise on my face, whip mark, and, like, everything else in my body felt fine. And I was like, how the fuck? Did I just only hurt my face while skiing? I don't know. We should like, ask you would Rihanna. think, like... She seems to get her face hurt. Who? Rihanna. <laughs> Who's Brianna? Rihanna. Oh, God. <laughs> He's in the news again. Did you see that? No. What? Chris Brown just got arrested in Paris. He's got another rape allegation and, like, drug charges. Dude just doesn't get it. Doesn't get it. But he makes some bangers. You know what he would make? And then we're going to save this for later in our episode. He would make a great jackass of the week, but Ooh. he is not our jackass this week. So stay tuned. Ooh. A little tease there. So just one date, Josh? Do you want one date? Or do you want do you want like a relationship out of this date? Or what's going on? I think I'm ready for a relationship. I don't know. It's definitely been a while since I've gone on a date or two or even had a relationship. It's been so long since Josh has seen a vagina. <laughs> I mean, way to throw me up on blast there, dude. You're the one wheezing during sex. I don't know hey, which one's worse. Nobody knows if it's been like it's two been days, so two weeks, two years. Nobody knows. I don't know. It's Only you and the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think keep, I'm ready for Keep five feet in between for the Holy Spirit while you dance, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I think I'm ready to date again. I don't know. I like The last relationship I had in college was kind of kind of ended bad and kind of like scarred me a little bit not really scarred me but like just kind of turned me off from the idea of having a relationship but i don't know about you but i just been getting wedding invites to have like a plus one and i don't have a plus one and so yeah it's i literally like, just got one the other day um the wedding's in wisconsin though so i don't know if i should pay for, like do i pay for someone or i mean that's not gonna like i was gonna get an escort <laughs> You getting you getting a hooker, dude? Am I bringing Julia Roberts? From- are you? Uh, wait, who are you gonna bring? Do you have somebody you're already looking at asking? Uh, no, this is a little no hot idea. take. Let's scoop into Rob's life. No, this is this is I have no idea because it's like, do you bring someone you like? Do you bring just a friend? Well, I mean, you gotta buy the flights pretty soon, or they're gonna be super expensive. But like, so I haven't brought. I've never brought a date to. I've been a date to weddings before. I've never brought a date to a wedding, so I don't know. Like, what's the protocol with this? Like. Are you supposed to bring someone you like, like, and then it's like, do we get one hotel room together? You know, like I don't. I sound like the biggest fucking creep right now. Yeah, but. you're. You're. I'm a bunch of red flags right now. If I was you and I was in your situation, I would go by myself. I don't think. I feel like it's probably going to end up that way, but I think you should go by yourself because, a, I think that. By the time the wedding happens, we'll say it's in like June or July. You're talking what five months from now. You're at most if you. That's why you gotta bring like a friend. You gotta bring a friend, right? But I mean, if you're like at most, you meet a girl in like a month or two. You're dating for three months. You think after three months of dating, you're gonna go on like a weekend vacation together? But it's like to a wedding. Yeah, probably. And then you're gonna answer a bunch of questions from all the people there. I think that the safe bet is for you just go. Yeah, that's why you just pay an escort. You could. You just tell everyone she's an escort. I'll be your escort. Um, I'm the life of the party. You would be pretty cheap. 
Those love handles. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I um, yeah. So the wedding's in July. I think I'm a B cup now. <laughs> um, yeah. So the wedding's in July. Um, so, I, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm conflicted. I, I'm going with um, just two other guys that are heading out for this wedding. So yeah, I'll go with the guys. Don't, That's what don't I, bring I feel like person. it's going to end up being. Is just meet a bridesmaid there. Well, the bridesmaids get with the groomsmen. Every wedding I've been to, no bridesmaid has ever gotten with a groomsman. Yeah, because they probably all fucking hate each other at, by I the end of it. Breaking news, I have a text message from Rob's brother, Paul. Oh, God. Watch YouTube. I still haven't found what I'm looking for on YouTube. <laughs> that song came out for. like 35 years ago. Three, five years ago? 35. <laughs> 35, as the Irish say. So, yeah, we were talking about how you want a girlfriend. Uh, you haven't had one since college. I also have not had one since college. I had one in college. It was freshman year. I was stupid and started dating a girl like a month into school because for the first time in my life, someone touched my dick. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's true. And, yep, once else. that happened, uh, the, the blinders went up real quick about everything else in the world. Isn't it crazy that like whenever people get a girlfriend, they always like ditch their friends? It happens all the time. Well, I, the good thing is that I actually made pretty good friends with um, her roommates. Uh, I still keep in touch with a few of them, but I feel like my freshman year was kind of wasted. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, and then like I think I think the biggest thing I worry about a relationship is like if it ends badly, because like my last two relationships have ended badly. Where like I don't really even talk to the other the girls. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm Facebook I mean, friends I didn't... with one of them from high school, and that's probably the best ending relationship that I've had. Like, we're, like, talking I, I don't think you can, like, talk to them afterwards, though. So this one, like, we ended okay. We just knew, it, like, it ended. And um, I probably, I, I think I was forced to talk to her because she lived on my floor. Another fucking mistake. Um, so I had to talk to her to the end of freshman year. But then, like, once summer hit, once the new year hit, we were in different places sophomore year. I never talked to her again. Yeah, but at least you were... She told everybody that you had a big penis. Granted. That was nicer. She did not have to lie. Granted, her only friends are lesbians. So, I mean, it doesn't know if it does anything good for you, but um, she didn't nope. have to it She didn't got, have to lie. Uh, my chances of getting a late in college raised by probably negative percent, actually. Yeah, like negative five to negative yeah, ten. I probably had less sex because of it, but. Yeah. I think all the other girlfriends just called me an asshole. Can't seem to guess why. I can't either. I'm just a great person. I'm also very different than when I was when I had a girlfriend. Yeah, I've made like a life change when I was like 24, and now I'm just yeah, like... Yeah, you realize being a fucking douche is yeah, not the way to go? Not the way to go at all. I was young. I was stupid in high school. I wonder how many people listening to this, all four people listening to this podcast. All four people think know that in high school, all I wanted to do was when I tasted sex, I just wanted to have sex with every person in the world that's that wasn't my girlfriend. That's literally every guy. Yeah. And now it's just like I want like marriage and kids because that's what the thing you do when see, you're twenty six. This is what something I still don't get is why. I guess girls what they mature a little quicker, so they hit like twenty two, twenty three, and they're like, oh my god, like I need to start finding a man, I need to settle down. But every guy, any girl wants to settle down that's somewhat attractive, yeah. <laughs> hit us up. Well, no, so that's why you <laughs> see. I feel like when I hit that age, and like even now, so even more, it's like. 
oh, I, I need to like find someone I can you know settle down with and be, have a partner. And they go out and they start like dating these like forty year old dudes when they're like twenty three. Yeah, they're like attracted because to the every man. guy who's twenty two still just wants to put his penis everywhere. But um, the weirder thing is, is like there's a reason that dude's still single at forty. So yeah, it's because he's banging twenty-two-year-olds. Exactly. Like, there's a reason that a woman more close to his age and have his life experience wants to be around him. So, I always just feel like it's a red flag, and it just goes completely unchecked. I don't. I just honestly, I like the idea. I think the big thing for me was in the past like couple of years, just like learning more about myself, and like I like the idea of like coming home to somebody. Like, uh, I think that's, like, the coolest thing. Like, I think that's why I like, like, having roommates a lot. I don't I don't think I'd ever want to, like, live on my own. It's because I like the idea of just, like, coming home. Did and, you like, come home to your mom right now? Yeah, I mean, that's different, though. Before, I mean, I just recently moved back in with my parents when my old roommate sold his house. But, like, I love the... Uh, Shout out, Rodney. Yeah, like, I like the idea of, like, coming home. Kicked and, you like, to the fucking curb. He did. <laughs> Kicked us all to the curb. No, I, I love the idea of just, like, coming home, sitting on the couch with your roommates and just talking about life. And yeah, but your roommate isn't your girlfriend. No, I think your girlfriend's a lot different. Like, girlfriends, you can be way more open than you would be with, like, say, your roommates or your friends. And, you I mean, they turn into your best friend. I think it's the other way friend. around. I feel like you're prob- dudes are probably more open with their friends than their girlfriends. I don't know. I, I feel like communication's the biggest thing in a relationship, and I think I'm ready for that, like, openness and vulnerability that I've never been at a point in my life. I don't know, you gotta Do you learn. remember uh, like a month ago when you told me you were gonna start dating all your coworkers? I wouldn't know. <laughs> in a company of thirty. <laughs> oh, no, I said there was one coworker that I thought was cool. That was it. I do have my eye on one girl though. The call know. her daddy girls do not count. The call her daddy girls. <laughs> it's a great podcast. What no. do you got? What do you got? One eye. I got on the one uh, the phone screeners at the Bobby Bone Show. Hillary. <laughs> Hillary. I okay. said, hey, I actually saw he's coming to Boston on St. Patrick's Day. You want to go? No, I'm not going to the Raging Nidus concert. Will you go? It's probably going to be way too much money, anyways. Uh, no, because I'll be at a bar drinking. I mean, my birthday's like a week before that. Yeah, you we're going get, to fucking Vegas for it. You so get me, uh, two, you're not going to get any. Give me two tickets. Guilt one for you, one for, for me. me. Yeah, this guy. Into, my uh, birthday. I bought you yes. a fucking flight to Vegas. I paid for my flight to Vegas and my room. Yeah, I'll buy you some shit out there. Yeah, you're going to have to because I'm not really working. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think at the point now where, like, my obviously my New Year's resolution is to go on a. My New Year's resolution is to go on a date, but I don't know. I think it's. I think I want more. I think I'm ready. I think for the first time in my life, I can say that I'm actually ready for that type of commitment. So we'll see. I think your resolution is more. You want. You're ready for a girlfriend. You want a girlfriend, not go on a date. You can go on a date right now in like two seconds. Go ask my neighbor. Who's your neighbor? I have no idea. I'm sure one of them's single. You can just go ask them out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think you're right. I think I need to change it up. Maybe to get a girlfriend. My, my neighbor literally had the fire department here last week because they can't make rice without burning the place down. So you're telling me that they called the firemen? No, I'm pretty sure the because they going burnt off. like a pan of rice. Can you yeah, even burn literally rice? just sit, the fire alarm didn't even go off? But I'm sitting here and the fire trucks roll up and they came running in the building. How and they, they ran to the second floor and like opened the door, and then I could hear the girl talking to him. And yeah, but isn't rice like cooked through water in a pan? So yeah, they just like leave though. the pan on and like yeah, you boil all burn? the water away, and then the shit just burns. You can burn rice. I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, so you're telling me that if I just left like a boiling pan of water, the all water the water is... will go away by the time it's like, if it just stays boiling? Are you stupid or something? No way. Have you never cooked once in your life? Yeah, the water doesn't go away. It just boils. Do you know what happens when it boils? It's fucking evaporating. No, it's just bubbling. It's boiling because the water becomes gas and then the air is the gas that boils away. I don't know. It just boils. It makes bubbles. Did you go to fucking elementary school and learn this? I don't know this. Yikes, dude. <laughs> I don't Yikes. Cook. I haven't cooked in Dude, four this is really years. like a question on were you smarter than a fifth grader and you just got this wrong. Maybe we should do that as a segment. Because obviously. I mean, I'm literally like shocked right now. Time out. You look so I stupid. haven't cooked in like four and a half years. No, like four years. Did you never make like macaroni and cheese? No. Any, or ramen? Anything that involved water? I've literally eaten out every meal for the past four years. Yeah, it's showing. <laughs> I've gained like 10 pounds in four years. I look great. And what? One cankle? <laughs> you got those dick veins on your arms, kid. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story? No. First day, I uh, I moved to California and uh, I went to like this place called uh, Victory Gym. It was part of like some church thing because I went to a Christian school. Anyways, I walk in there and I start curling, doing curls. It was like my first exercise. This jacked dude with like three teeth come over and he goes, you got those dick veins growing, kid. And I was like, what? I'm 19 years old working out. He's like, yeah, you can see him on your arm. You're going to get as strong as me one day with those dick veins. And then every time I ever see this guy him, just sounds like a meth head. Yeah, he definitely was. But every time I see somebody with like arms or like on their legs or whatever, like the where your veins stick out, you know what I'm talking about when someone's super jacked. Yeah, I always it think creeps like, me out. I always just like that's a dick vein. I always just want to like slice it and watch him bleed out. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me a fucking psycho? I think you might be worse than a meth head on that one. Yeah, probably. You just made me think of my. Uh, my job on the cruise ship actually with that story randomly. Oh, we getting back, we get into some weird jobs, huh? Yeah. That's that's definitely the my oddest jobs. Job. My oddest job was a <laughs> small cruise ship that I worked on in Portland, Maine. Actually, this was the summer of my sophomore year of college. Do you remember that the uh, the staff infection boat? Oh yeah, when <laughs> I got a text message that yeah, says you were in the hospital for like four we'll, days. Uh, Little, we'll get to the, we'll do the backstory first of the staff infection. But yeah, I um, found this job just at the end of college. I remember I took it like two days before I left, and I ended up doing this training in Connecticut. I actually almost got put on a boat in Alaska, which would have been kind of cool, but I had to pay for my way out there. Um, so I get onto this boat and literally lived next to the engine room under the water, heard the engine come on every day. I lived in a room that I shit you not, Josh, was three times smaller than this and i lived with three people so basically just picture a closet um, yeah and you just get a bed yeah it, it, it was You're actually the top bunk? everything in the room was stainless steel i was literally like in a prison cell like Jeez. actual legitimate prison cell our bathroom you could you couldn't like step fully into it you walked in and my penis would like touch the wall and my ass would hit the back of the door if it was closed and, like, this is not even a humble break saying I have a big dick. Like, this is telling you how small my dick is, that my <laughs> dick touched the wall and that the door would still, like, not be able to close. Like, that's how small this was. Was it a co-ed room or did you visit all? Uh, so I, the men's quarters was under under below deck and the women lived on the first floor. Uh, we got fired immediately if we ever actually ever walked even into their room. 
um so actually one of my roommates within the first two weeks got fired he came down one night it's probably like four in the morning and uh opened the door we knew where he had been he just walked in he threw like three bottles of wine into the ceiling he like removed the little foam tile and just chucked these bottles of wine that he had drank because he stole them we weren't allowed to drink on the cruise obviously too and uh yeah, just chucked them in the ceiling because that was, like, the only hiding place on the boat. Another one of my roommates got caught with a shitload of weed, too, which <laughs> was crazy because we, the Coast Guard literally required us to be drug tested before we started. So, it's the only time I've ever had to, like, go and, like, pee in a cup for any of that you stuff. You didn't do that for any of the jobs that you've worked at? No, never. Oh, I've only ever I've done this for, for physicals. Job. And uh, this one time I had to go to get it done for the Coast Guard. So, yeah, that kid failed his drug test, and then when they searched the quarter, he had one of those, like, Arizona iced tea cans. That was, It was a fake one, though, and it could screw off the top, and inside was just, like, a giant bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Worked there, like, two weeks. The, sk- the best part about this is that his job was literally to steer the fucking boat in the middle of the night. So that's probably why I always heard the lobster pots just smashing off the laundry, <laughs> just driving over them all. Um, so you wait, you couldn't go in the women's quarters at all. No, so you like, couldn't even have like. I would have been fired them? immediately. Why? Because it just it just starts problems on the boat. Do you like it though? Would you ever do it again? I would never do it again. So um, <laughs> the train even go on a cruise. Okay, the trainings where uh, they told us, you know, you'll get off the boat. You'll have all this time. So I was like, oh, this is like a cool job. Like I had done restaurant restaurant work at this point in time like for four years so i figured it's just more serving it's easy get to travel a little bit saving some money um you know i don't have to pay rent or any of that stuff and it literally essentially turned into me picking up human feces (laughs) um because this cruise was catered to by like 85 year old people and older like just senior citizens um who basically wanted to like eat a fucking lobster before they died. <laughs> so the craziest part about this too is like a bunch of people came on this boat, which like every night it was seafood. It was a ship in Maine in the summer. So it's like lobster, clams, oysters, all that shit. Like yeah. every night something, seafood chowder. People would come on this boat with like severe allergies to like shellfish and stuff. And they would get mad at me when I'd like put a plate on the table that had like lobster on it for like someone sitting with them. And then to be like, excuse me, like, don't you know I have a fucking allergy? And I was like, excuse me, that's not my fucking problem. If you die, like, <laughs> don't eat it. Like, what the we're fuck? We're all thinking we're doing Dude, a world of favor with you. Yeah, honestly, this is the, the craziest one. I remember we literally had a citrus salad one night. It had, like, watermelon and something on it, some other type of fruit. This fucking bitch orders it <laughs> as, like, her appetizer. I bring it to her. I put it in front of her. She starts eating it, and then she literally, like, yelled at me for giving her something that she's allergic to. And I was like, how the, f- one, how the fuck am I supposed to know you're allergic <laughs> to shit unless you tell me, you know? Do I look like fucking Houdini or whatever? Do I, do I make <laughs> rabbits come out of hats? And, and like, two, why the fuck would you order in yeah, the first place? We're all place? thinking it. That bitch can just die, right? <laughs> like, fuck that. Fuck her. Um, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, that's that, Charlene. The, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> fuck you, Charlene. <laughs> To, all right, so to tie in the, the staph infection before. So every morning we would serve these these guests prunes. Um, and also just with them being old, they just have problems with their bowels. Um, saddest thing I've ever seen was probably a 92, 93-year-old woman with a walker trying to get back to her room while shitting 
down her pants and having it <laughs> literally roll down her leg out her pants onto the floor yeah, and leaving like, just a giant trail on the carpet. You think we're near 92 and you just <laughs> shit <laughs> shit's I'm, coming dude, out of your I'm, asshole. I'm, I'm you're using a before. walker. I'm I feel like it's time for just I'm like, ending it way before that happens. Just you know, get your ducks in a row, yeah, we'll get a like, will, and just create, call like, it. So I had to, I, no, everybody else was just, like, looking at it, and then the captain started freaking out. He's like, get this fucking shit cleaned up. Like, this is a health, like, a hazard. Like, we need to just get this done. So, like. No, it's all good, captain. Yeah, no kidding. No, it's like, it wasn't, good. like, too bad. So, like, you know, it's like picking up dog shit or whatever. Like, I put gloves on. I could, like, you know. Did you do the salt dust? Some, like, yeah, you do a puke? No, I had to get, I had to, like, get this special carpet cleaner and clean the carpet. Ooh. Um. So that was the first time on the boat. And then, like, two days later, when I was cleaning one of my staterooms, this guy who was in a motorized scooter, I, I, so I literally opened the door to his bedroom, and, like, I almost just immediately puke because Ooh. it was just, like, the worst smelling shit ever. <laughs> this guy's just laying in his bed, like a starfish, essentially, just he laying there. Dead? He can't, well, he can't move. I look at him with, like, my hand over my mouth because I'm like, oh, shit, someone's in the room. <laughs> and he just goes, sorry, son. I opened the bathroom and this looked like the fucking shining. <laughs> but instead of blood, it was brown shit everywhere. On the fucking towels, on the floor, on the wall, everywhere but the fucking toilet. How? Well, we uh, I I don't understand. I think it, he did it and then he tried to clean it up. Um but yeah, just the weirdest part is I had to clean all this. Oh, like his underwear and everything was in there. The Jesus. weirdest part is like he's just laying in the bed cuz he can't move cuz he's like pretty disabled. So they Why is he on a cruise? Because he's about to die, and he just wanted to go see some lighthouses. They don't have, like, people to help them out? Well, they they some had AIDS, but, like, we had to get the, the crew to come up and, like, get this guy out of the room. Because I literally, this is, I've never, like, held a grenade or anything, but I've held these things called uh, Sani Bombs. And it's literally like a grenade. Like, it's an aerosol can that you, like, pull a pin, and it just, like, starts releasing, like, a smoke grenade. And you have to throw it in the room and close the door. And you because it's so many chemicals coming out, like, you literally can't breathe. Jesus. Like you're gassing yourself, and uh, can you I, do that and leave him in there? No, no, that's the thing. We had to get him. He would literally die. You can't breathe. Yeah, that's we the had point. to get him out. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all thinking it. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, so yeah, that happened, and then like within the week, like two more incidents happened where like people shit, and it was just everywhere. So the captain literally labeled me like the shit picker upper, essentially, because he was like. I don't want like a bunch of people getting sick on this boat. Like one person's gonna clean it up, and I was like, "How the fuck did this end up with me?" Oh, because I'm a bitch. That's why. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wake up one morning and uh, my whole like hand and like arm just hurts, and I'm like, "Oh, that's weird." And I remember like at breakfast, my Do you like, think the shit gave you the staff infection. Well, yeah. So I had a little, I had like a basically a little paper cut on one of my fingers. And that's where the infection started. So I remember sitting at breakfast, like my wrist hurt in my hand. So I kept, I kept turning it, like being like, ow, like I must have just slept on it weird. Um, by like mid morning when we were cleaning the staterooms, I remember I like could barely move my arm to vacuum the room. And I was like, all right, something's wrong. Um, and then by like two thirty three in the afternoon, I, I couldn't do the lunch service because I literally like could not feel my arm and it was on fire like bright red line like all Jesus. all inflamed and i was like all right i have an infection like something's i gotta get this fixed and then uh thank god that day we we docked at like four in the afternoon in portland maine and this was the only city that we went to on the trip like everything else we were in the middle of nowhere and uh i remember i just got in a cab i went to the uh 
went to the hospital, they admitted me right away. They're like, holy shit, that's bad. Like, that's a blood infection. And um, the doctor came in, and he had a scalpel. And I remember he was just talking to me, and I, like, turned my head or something. And I turned back, and he literally sliced my whole fucking finger open. And I didn't even feel it. And he's like, oh, I'm just draining this all out right now. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what? And then, uh, that's wild. Next thing I knew, they just like hooked up the IVs and everything. And I woke up, and my parents were standing next to me in my bed. And they had, were in Boston, which was like a three hour drive away. (laughs) So I like just passed the fuck out. Yeah, you were gone. But, uh, yeah, that was my cruise story. So shit. So actually, shout out to Rebecca. She's one of our loyal listeners here. Yeah. Uh, so I met her sophomore year, and I like the first few weeks. I was telling her about like my summer here one day at lunch at UNH, and she had never met me before. And I was telling her how like people on this boat had diarrhea, and how I had worked on the ship for like six or seven weeks. She misheard me and thought. Uh, I said I had diarrhea for six or seven weeks (laughs) and it was like three or four months into our friendship when she was finally, finally learned. She was like, Oh, I thought you said you had diarrhea for like six or seven weeks. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why are you even my friend then? Like it's a true friend right there. I know. I was like, why would you talk to someone? If someone, the the first time you're meeting them tells you that, like, (laughs) so shout out to Rebecca. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for everything. That was a little, little dragged out. But what about you, Josh? I mean, on New Year, she made those killer pretzels with the Rolos. They were really good. Oh, Rolos are very underrated candy. I feel like you can't find them anywhere really. You can't. I mean, she said she went to like six CVSs to find a bag of Rolos. They're not like mainstream anymore. It's crazy. Uh, For me, it's my odd job. I mean, I think I have a pretty odd job. Uh, When I was, it was my freshman year of college. I came home from the summer. And one of my sister's friends, her dad was like, this dude used to pay me to do the odd jobs around his house. Like, I remember one time he made me cut. Create a sex swing. (laughs) He made me. uh, Create a pit in his basement, like Buffalo Bob, stuff like this. Yeah, like crazy stuff. Not stuff like that. But uh, so he made me, uh, I chopped like wood. He went back, he went backyard in his backyard and would just cut down trees randomly. Like one of them almost hit his house. And he's like, oh, we just missed that one. And then would just sit there with a chainsaw and cut it and then would throw it over to me. And then I'd split these logs. And he never had a fireplace or anything. The reason why he wanted firewood was that he would put them into a tarp. He would lay like 25 pieces down like uh, horizontally and then put four stacks up and then would do that times 10. This thing ended up weighing like 200 pounds. And he'd grab one end and I would grab one end and we'd put them onto a tarp. And then we'd fold the tarp up. And then from there, you'd have, you took about 10 foot of tarp of wood. And then he would pay me $250 to dig a hole. The hole was about five feet deep by about 10 feet long. And then we would throw the wood in there. And then on top of the wood, he would throw a bunch of bags of non-perishable foods. Like canned goods, all these things. Spam. Spam, spoop, <laughs> soups, everything. And then he would fold it and then he would dig over it. And I, would, I asked him, why, why are we doing this? And he's like, the apocalypse is coming and my storage shed in the backyard is full and my garage is full. And I was like, what are you talking about? I went into the storage shed. like the guy in Tremors. Yeah. I went into the storage shed. In his shed was like, I'm not even joking you. 
at least a hundred barrels of gasoline. Like I'm talking like ten thousand dollars worth of gasoline there one night and just fucking yeah. have our own fireworks and then, show. And then on like on the top shelves is like fifty five jugs of thirty rack, thirty packs of boy of like Poland spring water. He had like two thousand packages of ramen noodles. And I'm like, wait, you think the apocalypse is coming? And he's like, I think the zombie apocalypse will be here within five years. But you one crazy ass bitch. Granted, this was seven years ago, so yeah. I mean, but like, I never like realized World War Z just come out like, then. Like, I remember I was like eighteen, and I was like, "Oh, this seems normal. Like, this seems okay." Oh, and now I like look back, and I was like, "What a dude was psychotic." And what like, adults do? We would used to hang out with this guy. Just, like, this dude was nuts. But like, I I remember I made like three grand off him that summer, digging holes and putting stuff in the ground, chopping wood. Like, I would mow his lawn, and then we would mow the lawn, then yeah, dig up his lawn. To, like, Put him on some watch list. Yeah, like it was. I'm crazy. sure he's already on one. Actually, like it was nuts. There's no way that they're not watching. And him. then he would just like tell me all these stories about like him and his wife, and I'm like, wait, this is my sister's friend's mom, and I couldn't barely <laughs> do the like. Can't look you in the eye. Anymore. I'm like, wait, you do what with that? Like, what's going on? And oh, I, God. and he's just like, yeah, you're one of the fellas now. I'm like, I got a 50 year old telling me I'm one of the fellas. It got it sounded pretty cool, but he'd he'd always get Papa Gino's Jeez. pizza too every time I went over there. Like, that was, like, his thing. This guy's, like, preparing for the purge. Yeah. The speaking of purge. Let's get into our purge segment of the week. Man, there's so many people that need to be purged. Yeah, well, this one, for sure. Um, I'm actually going to have the news article up here while we do like, it. But when we... Th- I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, me and Rob, every day we see people that need to be purged. Like, any person on Facebook... That sells anything that calls himself an entrepreneur, you need to be purged. Uh, Patient X, who coughed on me the entire fucking train ride to work today, and I now have (laughs) swine flu because of it, probably. You're going to get another staph infection? Die. Die. Just die. But when we come to purge, we, we do this new segment called The Purge of the Week. And we find this one person in this world that, you know, he would, if he was dead, nobody would care. Like, you need to die. And this person is Rob. What's his name? Uh, that's what I'm actually looking for it right now, and I don't. I think it was Dante Jacobson, or oh, fuck. Let me get a, let me get a different article up. Anyways, it's gonna be from the oh, uh, oh, oh. the state of Arizona. Yeah, I forget what his name. That's where was. we're traveling. We'll to look it tonight. up. But uh, this guy. Oh, I what, got it. What is it? The purge of the week is Nathan Sutherland. Nathan Sutherland. Nathan is the practical nurse out in Arizona who sexually assaulted a woman in a vegetative coma state, thus getting her pregnant and giving birth. Jesus. I didn't know that. I thought he just, like, touched her. No, she had a child. That's his? I don't know if you've seen this guy's picture. He literally looks like fucking sloth from the Goonies. (laughs) Hey, you guys. This is terrible to say, but, like... The only people that would have sex with this man are people in the vegetative are people in the, yes. Dude, so I'm, this, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read a little bit of the article just to get everyone up to speed. So it's a 36 year old nurse who has been now arrested, suspicion of impregnating a woman in a vegetative state who unexpectedly gave birth last last month. So this person's apparently um, she's 29. She's been in the vegetative state most of her life. I guess some result of seizures when she was young. Um, but basically what the problem is is that obviously not able to give consent. Um, and she's been at the facility, it says here, since 2002, so it was 16 years. 
Uh, what the most fucked up part of this when I was reading it actually was that a doctor came in like weeks ago to like give her her normal like checkup and stuff to see like how her health was progressing. And he literally like reported nothing changed. Like she's completely fine and everything and didn't realize that she was pregnant. What? So clearly I think there's some uh, steps in that protocol that need to be revisited. The one doctor who led the woman's care has resigned, and another was suspended. Thank God. Jeez, like that. Caretakers story. had no idea that she was pregnant. They were surprised by the birth. So how did they know she was having a like? How did they know that she was having a baby? Like, do they just hear like her heart rates and that that machine goes off, and they all run in there, and then they're like, "Oh, baby's coming." Or did she just give birth uh, to a baby and the baby's crying, and somebody heard a baby crying? Honestly, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. How do you not know someone's pregnant? Like, I mean, this story gets me so triggered because you're talking about like, this person's just sitting there in a bed, in a coma, lifeless, can't do anything. What's and this that? guy, who is a nurse, a nurse is supposed to care and help for people, is hired and goes and just starts sexually assaulting this girl. Like, why are you on earth? Like, you need to die. Everyone's thinking it. You are better off dead. I don't even, I don't care. So apparently they got a DNA sample from him, and that's how they were able to tie it to him. Because they matched the DNA of the child, and his attorneys are saying that there is no direct evidence that Mr. Sutherland has committed these acts. Uh, what? Uh, the baby's his? <laughs> the fucking DNA? Like, <laughs> and you only got off once with OJ. Like, this shit works, you know? Like, <laughs> it happened in the movie uh, Kill Bill. I think so, where she, like, fucks. She was in the coma, and I think that guy used to be like, all right, you got, like, five. Yeah, because she kills him. Yeah. And then they, she kills the guy who allowed it to happen, too. I think that you should be put into Christ, a Christ, that's so fucked up. I think, like, justice-wise, he should be put into a coma and then, like, sexually assaulted for the rest of his life. Fuck Nathan Sullivan. He's our purge member of the purge week. Purge of the week. Goodbye. Good riddance of this earth. What? So what happens with the baby? Like... Is the baby put in foster care because she's in vegetative I mean, the parents. It seems like the parents probably have it. Anyways, moving on. All right, Josh, we got to start wrapping this up. It's getting kind of late, and I got to go to bed because I got to work. There you go, dude. Yeah, dude. You got to get home to watch those Britain Got Talent videos. No, I got to watch the Fire Festival. (laughs) Pornhub. Yeah, actually, I need to watch that tomorrow. We got to watch the fire festivals. I heard it's crazy. I got to watch the fire festival, and I got to watch these Oscar nominations. So you need to watch is Sex Education. I finished that whole first season in one night. It was fantastic. It was a great Netflix show. What did you learn? Missionary position? Uh, Missionary. Missionary. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that uh, wheezing during sex is not a good look. Is uh, is this actually like a show, or is this like a... Yeah, it's like a show. It's about this kid whose mom's a sex therapist, and so... He like knows a bunch about sex, but he's like terrified of having sex, and so this is a biography. (laughs) And so he actually goes to school, and then like the big jock guy like was making fun of him one day. He's a virgin, and then like he like helped him out with the sex. So then the jock guy told everybody, and then all the girls and everybody come to him for sex advice, and then they start paying him, and that's how he makes money. And it's great. Like, the stories and stuff in the movie. Like, uh, Will Ferrell and the other guys. Gator. <laughs> he just becomes the pimp. Gator's bitches wear jimmies, dude. I love it. He's like, that scene where he's like, that's when things really took a turn. It, like, flashes to him, like, with the grills. And he's got the, <laughs> he's got the like, switchblade going on his, on his cheek and stuff. <laughs> Gator's bitches better be using jimmies. That's a very underrated movie. 
I didn't. Re- so I thought the first time I watched it sucked, and then I heard I think that they improved like all those jokes. Yeah. And then I, I had more appreciation for it. That's like how I watched Anchorman the first time and I hated it. We, uh, and then I watched it like four years later and thought it was the funniest movie ever. We aiming for the bushes? We're aiming for the bushes, <laughs> dude. But uh, no. No, what we're aiming for is the fucking moon. Oh, here we go. So we're going to take this podcast, we're this right, podcast Josh? to the moon. Had to drop that in there. Make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter. At WATI Podcast, at Wadi Podcast. We're actually making an Instagram. It's going to be at WATI Podcast. We're going to post sound clips and all that. Who knows? Maybe dabble in the merch, maybe get a t shirt or something. Rob doesn't think we're big enough, but I mean, to I'm get not, to the I'm moon, not, you got to get big. I'm not baby. fucking paying for it. That's what I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah, Rob's the only we one. We got to get working. some ads first before we can pay for that t shirt. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, we out. Later, fuckers. No, I gotta keep, I keep on breathing